0: when I'm looking for an influencer, I ask her for statistics. So what I'm asking is the age, the provenance, and the sex of the audiences. Because on my first influencers, for example, from Spain, I paid her, but I didn't ask for statistics. And 80% of her audience was coming from Chile. So at the end, I didn't make sale because they didn't have enough money. Me, I just saw that she was speaking Spanish. So I assumed that she was coming from Spain. So you need to ask every data and every statistic of the influencer. So you have the right one for the right country and with the right currency.
1: Hi guys, this is Ariel Ben Solomon. We're back this week with another video from EcomHunt. And this week, we are really pleased to have with us Marcel. He's from France, and he's going to bring some real value to you guys. And if you like what he has to say, check below. We're going to put the links so you can learn more about what he does and about information and value he can provide you. So Marcel, introduce yourself to the audience. Maybe people haven't heard of you or seen you on YouTube. Tell a little bit about your story. Thank you. My name is Marcel, but on my social media, you can find me
0: on the nickname Marcus Lawrence. So me, I've been doing dropshipping for almost two years now. And since I've started, I made over 2.5 million only with influencers. Wow. Only so influencers? So, yeah, only influencers. I tried to do Facebook ads. I search and I tried Snapchat ads and I'm not good at it. So me, it was only influencers.
1: That's crazy. Only Influen, yeah. was your first store was only in France or was uh, other countries?
0: At the beginning, I was a teacher student. And my first website, when I saw dropshipping, I was like, hmm, what can I sell that I never saw on internet? And my first website, you're going to love, I was selling wigs. I was selling wigs for women. So because I was bad at Facebook ads, I found influencers who was black. So I knew that her community was going to be Afro Girls. So the first website, I think I paid her like 400 dollars and I made like 1200 Wow! So it was a bit, but for myself, it was something big because it was my first website. I just started two weeks ago. When you make $1,200 for your first week, you're happy.
1: No Facebook ads, you're saying?
0: No, no Facebook. Just in influencers. And you know, on Instagram stories and Snapchat, she made me a shout out, like, hi, right, guys, I need to present you. This website is selling the best wigs in Paris, blah, blah, blah. And after wow. that, she put the swipe up and I made my first sale.
1: Wow. And it was only France at this time, basically.
0: Yeah, this one was only in France. But at was- one point, I was trying to find a product when I can have a bigger audience. Because, you know, in France, there is not a lot of influencers that are black. So I was like, hmm. This kind of project is good, but I'm not going to reach the 1 million with this project, unfortunately. So I decided to take other projects and go in other countries, like US, UK, Spain, Italy. I was trying influencers from everywhere.
1: And you would contact influencers that were only speaking the language in the country that they were the advertised, right? So if you would contact someone in Spain, it was a speaking Spanish influencer, no? Exactly. Me, when I'm looking for an influencer, I ask her for statistics.
0: So what I'm asking is the age, the provenance, and the sex of the audiences. Because on my first influencers, for example, from Spain, I paid her, but I didn't ask for statistics. And 80% of her audience was coming from Chile. So at Mm -hmm. the end, I didn't make sale because they didn't have enough money. Me, I just saw that she was speaking Spanish. so I assumed that she was coming from Spain. So you need to ask every data and every statistic of the influencer. So you have the white right one for the white right country
1: and with the white right currency. I see. Interesting. And then when you offer it, you don't really know, but you're not sure what's gonna happen, right? Because you pay the influencer and then it can be the kind of like gambling, no? I mean I guess you get the data so you kinda know if they're big, right? To be honest, at the beginning I was thinking as you think, and I was quite
0: scared because I'm like, I'm giving the money and now I'm waiting. But you know, you can really analyze the statistics. For example, you know that an influencers who are doing 100K views on Instagram stories, she's going to bring you 5 to 10% of audience. So maybe you're going to do between 5,000 and 10,000 visitors on your website. You can analyze with that. And
1: see with the visit. And after that, it's your conversion rates. So you scaled with just influencers, basically. Did you go to like very huge influencers, like with millions of followers? That's what you did? Yeah. Yeah. Like, for example, the biggest promotion that I made,
0: it was with an American girl. I think her name is Amanda Cerny. And she had like 20 million followers. And she was doing 2 million views per day. So with her, I paid her like 20K. I made a turnover of 120k dollars in 24 hours.
1: Wait, wait, wait! You paid 20k to her. 20k.
0: Yeah, 20k for just for to share on her social. social, but you know she was doing two million views. So I knew that the amount of people that she was going to bring me, I was going to make sales. And I think she bring me like 60k visitors. So with my conversion rate, I was good. And so I made 100K in 24 hours.
1: Wow, you're opening up people's eyes. Most people here are just talking about Facebook ads, Facebook ads. That's interesting. Your story is unique. And you know, the thing which
0: is funny is that I'm not the biggest guy in France on influencers. Sure. There is a guy who made one million in one day with Kylie Jenner in one sure. day. But in France, we don't do a lot of Facebook ads, we do a lot of influencers. Every website that we have, we advertising with influencers. And when you put your pixel on your website, after that, you're going to have a lot of data. And with that, you're going to do lookalike retargeting. So I think when you start the website, it's
1: good to use influencers because with that, you're going to have a more specified targeting. How do you decide which influencer to go to? Like, Is there a certain size you would recommend or how do you decide? Because there's a lot of influencers. some people are saying you should go to small influencers, but you're saying you can work with big ones too. Okay, the thing that I would say
0: is to analyze the view, and it depends of your budget. Me, when I started, I paid the influencers four hundred, and I think she had like one hundred k followers. So to be honest, it depends if you have budget or not. But you can scale. There is influencers like sometimes I'm doing coaching and. I have a student, he paid an influencer 200 and he made 4,000. Oh, wow. So there is influencers for all the budget. This is interesting. You just need to find and there is a lot of websites that can help you to find influencers like me. That's why I decided to launch my app called InSwipe. And with this app, you can actually find influencers over the world, every budget, every followers and see every promotion that they
1: make. Wow, okay, so anyone watching this, you make sure you check out that link. We're going to put the link below for that app and for the channels below. So people want to get more information about using influencers to go to their stores. you can check out there below for more. So tell us a little bit. So you're paying $20,000 dollars for a shout out from one of the influencers? Are you specific when you tell them what you want? You say, "I want it like this and this. sometimes you just send them the information and they don't even get the product themselves, or do you want them to actually use it in a video or something?
0: To be honest, there is some people, they're doing promotion, and they don't send the product to the influencers. But I think when you do that, you lose credibility because people know that everyone paid these influencers. So at least take the time to show us the video before sending to us the product. So me, I'm always sending the product to the influencers. I'm working on the packaging and stuff. And with that, I send it. And so now there is something called the brief the things that the influencers need to say to sell your Uh, product. With that, you need to be uh, really specific because if you do not do that, she's going to improvise. And you don't want her to improvise. You want her to say what you want her to say. So me, when I'm doing the brief, you need to know that influencers, they're going to make you pay by slide. So what is a slide on Instagram? A slide, it's a video of 15 seconds because when you take a video on Instagram stories, is cut every 15 seconds. So per slide, you say the information that you want. Me, for example, for the first slide, I want the influencers to talk about the brand and talk about the problem that the product resolves. Like, hi, right. everyone asking me, what do I use to put my makeup on? So I'm yeah. using this kind of brush, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So the second slide, introducing the promotion, the context. So sometimes I use like some kind of trick, like to celebrate. The first year of the brand, they decided to put every product at 50% off, blah, 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 uh, blah,
1: blah.
0: Very good. Interesting. <laughs> and the last one, I'm just talking about the product and the price and show the website. So she's like, oh, look at the website. I received exactly the same product that is on the website. For the price, it's really cheap. So you should swipe up if you want the same than me, than myself, blah, blah, blah. And after that, you make sales. Wow. Because to be honest, when you don't know that, you're shocked. You're like, so people really buying stuff because someone telling them to buy. But that's the truth because they believe in their person. Some people follow this person for like few years. So they have a lot of trust on these influencers. So with that, it's easier to make sales.
1: Now you do influencers on Instagram only or also YouTube and Facebook? To be honest, the best to do influencers is Instagram and Snapchat. But I think
0: soon there is going to have promotion on TikTok. And there is some people who are doing on YouTube because in YouTube, it stays, actually. There is no swiper but it stays. But I think it's more expensive. So I would advise for the beginners to
1: start on Instagram and Snapchat. And then would you sometimes, after you have the video of them promoting it, you keep that video and you can use it in Facebook ads, right? Exactly.
0: But sometimes you need to have an agreement with the influencers. Like sometimes it's going to tell you, okay, pay me 200 more or something, but you don't care. What is more powerful is that you have the image of someone which is famous and you use it on Facebook. So now you have more credibility when you're going to run your ads on Facebook or Snapchat ads.
1: Now, because you've got an experience, are you now using Facebook ads with? Influencers or are you still just going influencers only? Would to you be honest,
0: at the moment, I have people who are running my ads on Facebook. So me, I'm just running the influencers and I have someone of my team who running the ads, Facebook ads, Snapchat ads, all the retargeting stuff. But me, I would advise to do everything because as a lot of people made like 1 million per month. And when you want to do these kind of figures, you need to go on every traffic. Like maybe you're going to do 300K with influencers, 400K on Facebook ads with retargeting and lookalike, and maybe 200 on Google and 200 on Snapchat. Just that, you have like 1 million in one month. But you Um, just
1: need to retarget your audience everywhere. What's your thing about finding products that work? What are you looking for when you're looking for products? To be honest, Instagram is
0: not like on Facebook. You need to sell mainstream products like product that everyone can buy. And the thing which is not the same than Facebook is that people don't have the same amount of money. People from Snapchat and Instagram, they are younger. So that means they have less money. So first of all, you need to find a cheap product, like a product that you buy maximum at 15, between 1 and 15. Second, there is some kind of category of product which always works. Like, product for the phone. There oh. is some people, they were selling case for a few years and it's still working, like case, Apple watch, yeah. everything that's related to phones. If someone watch a promotion, he has a phone. So every product about beauty, product about the health and also about the hair, like as I told you yeah. with the wigs. And I have a lot of people also in France, they're selling like hair straightness, all this kind of product. Yeah. It work. It's mainstream. And the competitive advantage that you have is that you're selling at the cheap price.
1: And so with the cheap price, people are going to do like impulsive buying. That's interesting what you say is that the product doesn't have to be unique so much like it is on Facebook ads. Because when you're Facebook ads, you run in a general product. It's like everybody's doing this. But it's interesting what you also say about the price, because you say the price is very low now, mm-hmm. but you still got to make your margins though, right? But, you know, I was saying that to my student
0: that because the influencers, they are cheap. So even if you take two or three times the margin that you take on Facebook, is going to be the same. Because one day I calculate the amount of visitors that I had from an influencers, it was costing me 10 cents. But in Facebook, it's like 50 cents per visitor. So you can take less margin and do the same benefits. So the first thing that I'm teaching to people is not because you're taking... More margin, that means you're going to make more benefit. That's not the same. Because maybe you're going to have a big margin, but you will have less people that are going to come yeah. on your website. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. there is less people that are going to buy. Yeah. So it's better to do like bundles and make sure. Me, at one point, I was selling a product at 10. And it was 15 with the delivery. But every client was buying two products. So at the end, I had 25 per client.
1: I see, I see. Do you say the minimum margin you should have is maybe something like 10? Yeah, something like 7, 8, 10. I see. Interesting, very interesting. So let's get one more question in for Marcel here before we let him go. What do you say to people in terms of the store? Anything that you tell people in terms of the store? Any tip that you'd say, maybe to keep it simple, not complicated, not have too much stuff? Or what would you say, how you like to do your stores? Me, when I was
0: doing my first shops, I was trying to look at professional shops, not dropshipping shops. I was trying to look at not like a dropshipping website, but like a really good website. So I'm telling to people that they need also to work on the pictures. Like if you can do some mockups, but on your website, you need to have a lot of coherence with your pictures because sometimes I see some websites. And there is some product at the left, other product at the right, and it looks messy. And when you look at professional website like Fashion Nova, like every single model at the same size, the picture is the same size. So you need to be coherent with the kind of picture that you choose. And with that, keep it simple and it's always going to work.
1: You ever try to use click funnels for a product or only Shopify? No, just Shopify. Sometimes I do click
0: for it, but it's for like entrepreneurial stuff, for my app and stuff. For my website, I prefer to use Shopify because there is everything like for the emergency. Shopify is great. Yeah, it's really great.
1: So everybody, don't forget to check the links below. If you want to get his app and take a look, we'll put the link below. Don't forget to like this video and follow us for more videos like this. And hopefully we'll have Marcel back again. Thanks, Marcel, for your time.
0: Yeah, no, thank you for taking the time for hearing me. And I hope that people will use my advice to find influencers. To be honest now, influencers is the future. Like you saw all the blockage on Facebook ads, like it was crazy. So now we need to find new source of traffic.
1: And also you're doing something different than everyone else.
0: Exactly. So we need to innovate and be different. And the better things is like, Even if you don't like to take a lot of influences, at least take one. So you use her image for your website. At least one. Excellent.